one. Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka. And today, today we got something special. We have a review of the new movie on Netflix from Wolfgang and um, Richard McAdams Eurovision Song Contest. The story of Fire Saga. Fire Saga. All right, so uh, you want to start off, or should I? Um, you can start off uh, before we get going. The Yaya Ding Dong song. So, to those out there who have already watched the movie, we are definitely talking about the Fire Saga, Eurovision, Will Ferrell's latest endeavor into comedy, and okay. Hello, Richard McAdams. To this, directed by David Dobkin. For you don't know, he directed Wedding Crashers, among many others, written by Will Ferrell himself and Andrew Steele. So, my first little complaint, or if, if were if there were ten people on this planet, I'd like to have lunch with, pick their brain, ask a million questions. Definitely, Will Ferrell was in one of them. Definitely. And now, scudding up to the top of the question list is to ask him, "Why, in God's name, how did you come up with this plot?" Well, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. He's always been a fan of the Eurovision as a kid. Go figure. Something not so much akin to the movie. Spoiler alert, you know. But he's always been... All right. Well, Ferrell's interest in the Eurovision Song Contest began when his Swedish wife, Vivica Polin, took him to her cousin's house in May 1999, and the family turned the competition on. Since then, he kept following him, in 2014, Farrell traveled to Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Denmark, to watch the finale of the Eurovision Song Contest in 2014, in which Conchita Wurst was crowned the winner. So he's obviously a fan of the whole the, the spectacle of it, as you can tell throughout the whole movie. How my only thing is the movie was way too fucking long. <laughs> at 85 minutes, it would have been freaking awesome. At two hours and four, whatever the hell it is, it's a bit long. That so, being said, move on. So the quick minute synopsis, if I can wrap this up, is he plays the role of Lars. Yes. And his childhood friend, played by Rachel McAdams, none other, is playing the role of Secret. Lars and Sigrid grew up together. Um, joke around the small town in Iceland is that they could be brothers and sisters, but they're, they're most likely not. 
but it doesn't really matter. What matters is they've been lifelong musicians, friends, um, something more than friends. But because Lars believes that romance and business uh, should not intertwine, bands, uh, he prevents any kind of romantic interlude. Too much so that Secret is, I guess, feeling um, minimalized. And, yeah. and she, she has these feelings she can't hold anymore for, for Lars. Exactly. She pines away from him all the time, and yet, even though in his mind it's somewhat a foregone conclusion that whatever's going to happen, but his whole focus is to not only be in the Eurovision contest, but to oh. win the Eurovision contest, which is his only goal in his life. Well, he's a middle-aged man now. He's still singing in um, bands and cover bands and uh, weddings and parties and stuff. Uh, middle-aged. I say older than middle-aged, to, okay. to be kind. On, on the grayer side of middle-aged. All right, because in 1973, as the movie begins, he's already, what, 10? Yeah. So. Okay, so, so he's, by and large, it shows in the movie through many different uh, backdrops and reactions that they're not very, very good. They're better than you and I, but they're, they're not good at all. Um, there is once-in-a-lifetime a star played by... Uh, is it Demi Lovato? Um, who is going to finally break through the Eurovision competition and she is so talented and she's going to represent Iceland and she's going to go and and <laughs> they try out. Hold they're on. obviously not that good. And they're all on a boat partying except for Lars because he's a constant screw-up. You know what? I I'm going to have to stop you for a second because... This is the moment that I found out that Demi Lovato was in this movie. I had no fucking idea. You had no idea? That was he. She was Catalina, right? Katrina, yes. or whatever. Yes, that was her. And she and then, but the boat blows up, and then the committee actually passes a basket full of DVDs and demos, and they pick them out of a basket, and by default, of the most default. Lars and Singret as as Fire Saga are to represent Iceland in the Eurovision contest. So obviously they go to the contest. They go to I believe it's Scotland. They go to Scotland for the semifinal uh, of the Eurovision contest. Yes. You know, and as you can expect, uh, there's yeah to, to to show the they're from a town called Husvik. I mad, I, obviously, I'm mad with the name, but uh, a remote town on the north coast of Iceland with a population of just over 2,300 people. Now, I think in the movie, they said it was more than that. Which the whole, the, the kind of like the, the gag in the movie is like they, one of the high leaders in Iceland does not want them to win because they cannot afford to host the chin, the Eurovision the next, the following year. They're broke. That will go into, you know, further later on. So obviously in the competition, um, 
there's different love interests. There's different temptations. There's they've they've entered modern Europe society. They've entered um, artists, bands, and that kind of quote unquote cutthroat society. And 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 there's different forces trying to pull them away. Some people have identified that Secret has great singing potential, and she's just held back because of Lars' kind of narrow-minded foolishness and his really, really savvy ability to fuck things up. You know, perfectly well by Will Ferrell. You know, a role he has visited many times. Physical comedy—that's the shtick. That's the thing. Being the fucking dumbass, you know, that's his thing. So, Richard McCandless plays the foil so well. Almost, yeah. I mean, which it works. And she's endearing. Well, she plays nice girl next door very well. So, as you can tell, and you can probably predict about me giving things away, there's a series of questionable moments and circumstances that create doubt and and they screw up big time on the biggest stage, but they kept playing. I mean, the entire stage went to shit, and their performance, they were basically knocked almost unconscious on the ground. It looked laughable, but they kept singing despite being bruised, battered, and they earned the respect of a lot of the judges. The world, basically. Yeah. Tom, you know, he, he stomps off in the tantrum and goes home to Iceland without staying there, and, and Sigrid stays put and finds out they've advanced to the semi-semifinals um, on it, the heels, I guess. The grand finale, which is, I think, 10 nations advanced to the grand finale. It's a big deal. Yes, exactly. So, <clears throat> you know, there's that moment of truth. There's that self-reflection. Um, he has a confrontation. Lars has a confrontation with his dad, who's played by the very, very handsome Pierce Brosnan. And very, very handsome. And then he finds out that, that they've made the competition. He comes back to Europe. Scotland makes up. And then tells Sigrid, oh, sing the love song that you want. Sing it of our native language. Screw the contest. This is what it's all about. It's more important than the contest. And, and it rolls on and it's a happy ending. And uh, ja, ja, ding dong. So, you know, without giving you the entire movie, that's basically how things roll. Which, which I, I, I have to say, if anything comes out of this movie, we have the wedding singer smash hit. You know, if there's another party, should the world heal itself again and we can have big indoor parties, how is this not going to be the number one requested song? I want this played at my funeral, people. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. Absolutely. Okay, so that's the movie. Yes, in a nutshell, I mean. How do we feel? Completely spoiler, spoiler filled and, you know, it was a kind of a overlap. But, you know, watch the movie to get your own, you know. How do I feel? The movie was, I think, a little too long, like I said before. I think at two hours and three minutes is way too long. At 85 minutes, it would have been a nice, swift little movie. There's a couple jokes that throughout the whole movie, they keep going. 
like one being, oh, or the brother and sister, oh, we're not sure. We're probably not brother and sister because the dad, Pierce Brosnan, that ever has a brother, Pierce Brosnan, basically banged everyone in the town. So there's a good chance that, you know, they may be Americans. You have the Americans, how he goes off on the Americans. Ha ha, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then you have the the foil or the cop or the bad guy in the movie. You have Alexander Lemkov played by uh, Dan Stevens, who's a Russian singer who is obviously gay but doesn't know it or doesn't want to show it and takes a liking to Secret. For her talents. Yeah, for her talents and wants to put her in his talents. So I think the movie was, the music was was actually pretty good, to be honest. And I think they all played their roles well. But I think the movie had a little, I think it faltered in the fact it was too long. It just, it was 40 minutes too long, which kind of just dragged it, man. It dragged it. It was one or two, three jokes and it dragged it all along. Okay, sir, so I take you. You strike me as somebody who would drop a dollar in the basket at Offertory. Um, I'm not going to be as kind. I am a Will Ferrell fan. I think he's immensely talented. There's many memorable roles. He has he has made me laugh over and over again. I love Richard McAdams. So. This movie has peaks and valleys, but more valleys than peaks. Come on. Because of Will Ferrell's status, I'm sorry, because of the things that he has done and accomplished in his career, I expected more. I expected more slapstick. I expected more witty humor. I expected more memorable scenes. I expected some over-the-top stuff. What the hell has he accomplished? I didn't, I, well, this is a story for another time where we're going to do Will Farrow's uh, highs and lows. Oh, we're definitely we're going to do a Will Farrow retrospective. I can go, I mean... Get ready for that one. Blades of Steel was hysterical. Yeah. Mech. It, it, I, I didn't laugh as much in this and that. I get it. This is not so much a comedy as it is basically a rom-com. Yeah. How many times did you laugh out or laugh in this movie? I don't know. Half a dozen. Five, maybe. Six, maybe? Half a dozen. But I could tell you uh, from Blades of Steel, there, there are scenes I'm still laughing at. When they, they're on fire on the ice. You know, when he's on the treadmill, when, when they cut the, the head of the flying lotus and he cuts the head of the the, the other <laughs> ice skater. I mean, when they pummel the cra- living crap out of each other in practices, the I, coach's role. I mean, I can go on and on. You want to go to the NBA movie he made? That thing was was funny. Uh, you want to go to uh, oh, old school? I mean, we can go on and on. I'm sorry. The bar is set here, my friend. You are Will Ferrell. No. Back, Rocker. Rocker, come back. No, I'm not going to put it in a VCR tape, in a brown bag, and throw it in a dumpster fire. I'm not going that far. Okay, I'm saying what I wish more. Now, do I love the song? Yes. Do I think it's an enjoyable movie? Yes. I can't by any right give this the greatest rating. All right, so it was- give us your rating. Let's do it. My rating's popcorn with butter, but just needing a little more butter, just a little more salt. Wanting. You know what? That's so funny cool. you say that because I gave it a popcorn with no butter, just salt. 
I think the only reason the movie even is palatable is because of Richard McAdams. I think she's wow. Just, wow, you want to take those glasses off? Because I think Rachel dropped them. She's a superior actress. That What's she, behind the green curtain over there? Is there a poster of Rachel McAdams? Is she behind you right now? Has she paid you? Who's in your bank account? Who's put writing those checks? Give me a She didn't carry the movie. Will carry the movie. I don't know what movie you saw. Sorry. She elevated the dreck that was this movie that Will Ferrell fucking wrote. I think you woke up only in her speaking scenes. Anchorman, I'm all about it. Anchorman, again, you're making my case for me. Anchorman, oh my goodness. There's, I don't know, 30 scenes? Hell, this is not the one with Elf. This is not freaking, um, hell, the other guys, even. So this is not even freaking... His cameo in freaking Wedding Crashers. He was better in that than this. I want to punch him in the head in this movie. You want so with that said, we basically have given it an average. Mine's a little below average with some very good scenes. Is it it's better than half the movies out there? Yes. I just expected a little bit more from my man. Well, although you are dubbing this the Rachel McAdams movie. It's the Rachel McAdams movie. Besides the little... Think she had here? Here. All right. So saga, fire saga, doesn't exactly go down in flames. Doesn't exactly uh, light the path for the Titanic, but um, it's it's an okay movie. It's enjoyable. It's, not exactly memorable. Exactly. It's an average funny movie. So with that said. Raka says, enjoy the movie if it happens to be on. And I'll leave it at that. It says, don't bother. And if you happen to be drunk or half awake and it's on, watch it. No, watch Blades of Steel. I'm Raka. I'm Izzy. Enjoy the movie and save the whales. Save the whales, bitches. <laughs>